Alright everyone, what's going on? Welcome to a very special episode of Subtle Frequencies. Today is the post-harvest festival. We had a great time at Pumpkin Palooza. We harvested a lot of corn, pumpkins, killed some animals, etc. And now it's time to cook them up and feed everyone in this here community of ours. We've got some very special guests. We've got some recipes submitted from all manner of townsfolk, and we've got a phenomenal chef right here to cook up all this delicious grub. And arguably the more important person here today, my guest, Chef Cougar is a critically acclaimed chef known for her chili, I barely knew the cookbooks. She's the head chef of My Kingdom for a Chili Dog, where they serve fan favorites like the Hamlet and Cheese Dog, the Caesar, and the McDuck Dog. Well, chef, how's it going? Well, hello. I'm so honored to be here with you today at this wonderful feast. I'm I'm just delighted. I'm honored to have you. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm already just... Uh, my mouth is watering with all the good foods that we are going to have and the smells in the air. Absolutely scrumptious. Yeah, well, uh, I'm, I'm just excited to get this thing off. I see a lot of hungry faces, you know, in the crowd... People ready to, you know, dig into all these culinary masterpieces that we're going to whip up today. But before we get into that, while, you know, the prep is still finishing up, let's have a little chat, you know? I want to know about you. The people want to know about you. You know, you're a celebrity chef, but let's get behind the mask a little bit. And to start with, what got you into the culinary arts? Well, my mama and my papa were both excellent cooks. Mm. They were also... Shakespearean scholars, so that's why I like to kind of bridge the gap between my love of Shakespearean literature and Mm -hmm. the delicious chili dog. Interesting. My family has passed down this ancient recipe for hundreds of years, and it, it was something that I could share with my sweet family, and we could have our faces just smothered in chili sauce as we're uh, gathered around the fire with our Shakespearean text at the end of the evening. Sounds like a dream. So your restaurant cookbooks, seemingly most of your life, uh, sort of revolves around chili dogs. What are some of your earliest memories with that food, though? I can remember, even before I could read, my parents handing me that soft, soft bun with that delicious, crispy dog and that juicy, bean-filled chili, just holding mm. it, cradling it in my little paws. I would have the, the, the beautiful, the rhapsodic, the rhythmic, the musical tones of Shakespeare in my, huh. in my mind. Does any other music inspire you in, in your work with chili dogs? I will say, and, and I'm a little embarrassed to mention this, I am a huge fan of the one, the only John Mellencamp. 
And his love of chili dogs, I share that, that love as well. I think if, and I've never met him, but if I think, if we ever did, I feel like we would be kindred spirits in our love of the chili dog. Yeah, I think he loves them in a sort of a rare and like massive way that few can even grasp. I, I could not agree more. It's just beautiful what, what he can put into music that fully encapsulates the joyous experience of sucking on a chili dog. Yeah, well, you know, you kind of have your own art, as many people know. Your art is the dog, you know, much like Shakespeare perfected the art of writing uh, plays and John Mellencamp perfected the art of rock and roll music. You've perfected the dog. What are some of your favorite special dogs that y'all cook up at the restaurant? You know, we mentioned them in your intro, but let's dig into like what they're all about. One of my absolute favorites, and I share this favorite with our our customers, is the Caesar, which is inspired okay. by the Shakespearean play Julius Caesar. Uh-huh. Where we've kind of taken a fun twist on the chili dog. Instead of your classic bun, we have romaine lettuce that has been pressed into a bun shape. So it's this crispy, juicy bun. Mostly water. I wouldn't have even thought that was possible. It's very difficult. We've created a lot of technologies really just centered on that bun. Then, Then we get our dog and we stuff it full of Caesar dressing. So it's just oh my God. gushing Caesar dressing out of that dog. What? And instead, okay. instead of our classic meat and bean-based gravy, it is an anchovy and crouton chili. Delicious. Absolutely. I think what Julius Caesar deserves, to, it, it deserves to be part of his legacy. I mean, I can't argue with that, but that's because it sounds bad. Anyways, what other dogs you got? Well, we have the McDuck dog, which is uh, named after McDuff. Uh, of course, yeah. And we, we did a fun little twist on that where it's a duck sausage. And mm. instead of chili, it's just rendered duck fat. And that's it. That's, that's it. What the fuck? It's very salty. Yeah, that's pretty gross. People go crazy for that one. I'll take your word for it. I think the only one I've had is the Hamlet and cheese, which I, you know, I remember enjoying, but I don't really remember the details. What's up with that one? What we do for the Hamlet and cheese is we take our dogs, we uh, cut little slices in them, sort of these little notches. Then we uh, put them in the boiling water for just a second. So they start kind of peeling away those little, those notches that we've made. While we're doing that, right, we have one chef working on the dogs. Another chef is working on the cheese part. So what they're doing on the other side of the Uh kitchen is they are layering American cheese singles on a a bun. Thicker Uh and thicker, as thick as they can handle. And that's a a chef by chef choice. Right, yeah. Then you're going to put it in the broiler, blast those singlets those cheese slices into their one unified sort of like rectangle of cheese with a little bit of bread on the bottom. 
And then you're going to take your ham-based dog that you've gotten your notches on, and you're going to fold it in, and then we, we shove it into a skull as the, as the container. And that's the fun twist. Uh, that's great. Everybody loves it. They go wild for it. Absolutely mm. bananas. That makes sense. So how do you balance the pressure of, you know, being a chef of your caliber, you know, a town celebrity with staying true to your craft? I, I think the key is really remembering how I got here and, hmm. uh, and, and taking the time to spend, spend a moment with the people, but also spend sure. time with the chili dog itself. Now, I'm elbows deep in chili dogs, and sometimes that's the last thing that I want to eat. But I have sure. to, to maintain that love for the chili dog, a love for the people that got me here. It's really, huh. it's really all about staying true to the, the craft of chili dog. I mean, does chili dog work in the same way that other love works, where like sometimes like absence makes the heart grow fonder, like you gotta take some time away from the dogs? Oh, that's absolutely true as well. For example, I am a strict adherer to No Dogs November. No chili dogs oh, okay. throughout the month. So when December comes around, I am just revved up for those chili dogs. I'm ready. Just another uh, few days away before you can just start chomping dogs. You must be excited. I'm very excited. Nice. Maybe too excited. But I'm so excited okay. to have all these other delicious foods that are, that are keeping my hunger for dogs to a manageable level. Yeah. Glad that you brought that up because it's time to get into, you know, the main events here. Let's get into the foods. People have some recipes ready to get started. Uh, everyone's just real excited to get this ball rolling. So what do you say we do a couple ads and then come back and get cooking? Hooray. Hooray indeed. Uh, all right. Well, listen to this first. How are you going to roll by the gobble wobble without even saying howdy? Especially on mashed Mondays. You heard it right. Bottomless piles of creamy mashed potatoes every Monday all day. Stop by the gravy fountain and pour on as much as you like. Here at Gobble Wobble, we have all your holiday favorites year round. Marsh's famous cranberry sauce, savory sausage stuffing, tasty turkey cooked every way you can imagine, roasted, smoked, fried, boiled, you name it, you can it here at our all-you-can-eat Thanksgiving buffet. More like Thanksgiving. So wobble on down, we'll save you a seat. And we're back. Great ads as always, and it's time for our first audience-submitted recipe. Let's see, uh, yeah, you first in line, why don't you come right up here? Hello, it is me, Dio Verme, he, him, and I am a human chef. Okay, cool. Well, what do you got for us? Well, I got a bit of a revolutionary cooking here. Something that my mama used to, uh, well, she dreamed about the Meganese, but she never could. Isn't that a sadie? A little bit, yeah. But it's going to take a little bit of time. Here, can I, do you have some room? 
for this big old big big box with the holes in it and then a medium box with the your guest the holes in it and then this tiny one don't uh, don't open this yeah we can probably put those right over there um all right this recipe will be done in a very long time but don't worry it's gonna be good what a fun mystery yeah, this should be interesting. Well, okay, I can't wait to see what's Nothing up. Nothing bad happening here. I didn't think so. No. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, why don't you, uh, you know, pass some of that off to the prep cook, who is the next person I want to talk to, our friend the Beaconeer. Uh, and, you know, get that in the prep area and get your recipe going. And yeah, let's get lights up on the Beaconeer. Beaconeer, been a while. How are oh, you? Uh, uh, he- hello. I hey, it's me, the uh, the Beaconeer. Uh, she, her are my pronouns. I I don't I don't really have a um, a recipe to share, but I am really excited to be part of the the harvest uh, fest- festival, the whole thing, the the all of the the crazy stuff that we're doing here. I do feel like I found a really good use for Dumoulin's Beacon, which is my sacred honor to hold and wield. And I've been just cutting all kinds of fruit, all kinds of vegetables as a prep cook here. And it's been just absolutely like my favorite thing in, in a while. Just because I have this like sacred burden to wield Dumoulin's Beacon. Ah, oh, man, I love to look at that sword. And like, you're just, you're doing so much good with it by, you know, preparing all this food for everyone to eat. Uh, man, I love it. I absolutely agree. I'm just so honored to be able to see Dumoulin's beacon in, in action. And you are just cutting those fruits and those veg so precisely, so beautifully. So thank you so much, Beaconeer. Yeah, it's really amazing that you can, like, julienne a carrot just in one quick flick of your wrist, basically. I've gotten pretty good at that. Yeah. It, it was a transition to use skills that... I think Dumoulin's beacon is a killing machine. Like, absolutely... For, for justice and all that but the precision the precision it's wild so sure i, I gotta get back to work but i mean it, again it's just like such an honor and and i just love this it, um so yeah see, see you guys around oh well thanks for all your hard work we'll uh probably check back in with you as we go along but keep a slice and i appreciate it wonderful 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 stuff well Man, good to know the Beaconeer's holding it down back there. But uh, let's get someone else up here to talk cooking, talk recipes, talk your favorite harvest festival foods. Wait a second. Is that... Is that Hoss Wobble, owner of the Gobble Wobble out there? Oh my. I think that is. Yeah. Hey man. I mean, you must know a lot about this. Oh, hey there, man. It's Hoss Wobble out here. I just came here because it's, well, it's my one day off. So yeah. I'm not here to talk turkey. Don't even ask me. Oh, my mistakes. I'm I sorry. I one ding dang day off and you want to yeah. talk turkey? Come on I, now. I just want to so sit down and relax. Okay, I get it. I'm sorry. I didn't even think. All right, well, enjoy the show. All right, we got anyone else here. Um, anyone else want to come up and talk about your cooking and food and recipes? Oh, I would tell for true. I like talking about the recipes up here. This is me, Swamp Chef, over here, Fontainebleau, volunteering. Uh, of course, I go by the he, him. 
Uh, how's it going, Chef? Well, I've been paid here to appear by Diane Seafood to let you know that not only do I got myself a new cookbook coming out, you know, I got a lot of people making a lot of new foods here, but not a lot of people making uh, foods out of the seafood because they don't think that's not a fall dish right there. They're, they keep getting all them land birds and all such, the cloven of creatures and whatnot, which those are tasting good as well, but... Mm. The best of the foods during the fall season, you're getting darker earlier, getting sleepy longer. You want to eat something nice and light, nice and flavorful, like nothing like a little bit of the crawfish gumbo for those occasions. Huh. Interesting. Okay. That's an unusual, thought of that. An, an, an unusual autumn dish, for sure. Yeah. Not for me, not for the swamp. You know what I mean? We have that all fall long. And huh. if you want to do it right, if you want to do it like a Diane Seafood would have you do it, you got to go out there and shoot those crawfish with a 9mm little pistol there. Each of them, like, individually? Yes, indeed. Well, one bullet only does hit the one crawl, baby. I'm, I'm just... I have one question. How much crawfish meat do you feel you're able to get from the shot crawfish? That's my one concern. Well, it depends on how good you are at the shooting them pistols. I suppose that's true. You hit that right on the bullseye. You blow its little head right off. Then you can pull it out. You gotta, you gotta separate it from the parts that touching the leg because you don't want to end up like my pappy did, lead poisoning and such. Sure. That would be a lot of bullets. Oh, it always yeah. is. But luckily, they are half off all fall season. Right over there at Diane Seafood. Wait, does Diane sell ammunition? Of course they do. Right in front of the counter there. Huh. I don't go in there anymore. It's scary. You got to take a risk to get the goods. That's what they say over at Diane's. That's why they bought the cookbook for me. So I could give all my good recipes to you. Interesting. But I'm just here to remind you that go out there, show yourself some craw babies, and make yourself the gumbo. You could use my recipe. It involves four very easy steps that are each three paragraphs long. Cool. Well, thanks, man. I'll give it a shot. Probably won't use a gun, um, but... Well, we can't all do it right. Yeah, I typically don't. Um, Anytime you need any more of my swamp expertise, I'm I'm here for you. Until then, I'll be drinking my big orange out here in the audience like. See ya. Well, Cougar, you ever heard anyone do that? Shoot I, a crawfish? I haven't. Uh, to be absolutely transparent, I am not... We just don't offer too many seafood options at my restaurant. But, you know, I am most interested in people being innovators when it comes to sure. dining. Yeah, I mean, this is certainly innovative. And coming from, you know, the lineage of Diane Seafood, which has integrated firearms and dining in a lot of interesting and terrifying ways, you know. Absolutely. For it, a while now. It is a central part of the dining experience. So I think extending that to the cultivation of the food itself, I mean, to me, is, is very frightening. But yeah. those that are braver than I, t- tally forth, or, you know, uh, I, I believe in the cause. I will not be participating. Yeah, that's smart. Well, um, let's talk to someone who maybe doesn't want us to shoot little fish with a gun. Someone else, come just come up here. Oh, okay. I don't care. Hey, you. I, yeah. H- hello. Hello. My name is Clem. Uh, she, her. Uh, and um, I have a very important uh, thing to share with you. I was actually on 
your show, Pan, when I discovered this magical plant that I have named the Lardum Ligno. Uh, it's a vine, and it, it grows oh, these delicious. This is kind of familiar. Yep, and I had I had called in. I was misguided when I called in because I was concerned about these fruit that do taste exactly like cooked meat. I do have some samples here. Please hold is that them. What's in that box? Yes, yes. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave this box right here for you to to uh, peruse. What I think is gonna be really interesting is if we're really quiet and we put our listening ears on. We can hear the fruit say what they what they say to me all day, every day. Can y'all hear it?
Can y'all hear it? Can y'all hear the, the fruit? That's pretty concerning, Clem. You can't hear the fruit? I don't Begging like you it. to sell it? Begging you to sell it and eat it? Eat its fruit? Eat my fruit? Get this box out of here. I need to sell this fruit. I need to eat the fruit. I've eaten the fruit. Now I need to sell the fruit. This stuff's dangerous, Clem. You can't feed this to people. It's very important that I sell it because it keeps telling me that it wants me to sell it. And it, I, it's growing. This, this vine's getting bigger and bigger. And there's more of my fruit. And it tastes like delicious bacon, which I can only eat so much bacon. It's too much. It's fruit. It's, it's just a lot. You gotta. You're not gonna. You're not gonna eat it or or sell it. No, we can't do that. I don't I'm feel sorry. comfortable buying, selling, or eating this fruit. I think you should seek help. Yeah, Clem, you should talk to like plant control or something. Yes, some plant-based, fruit-based support. I'm I'm sure yeah. they'll be able to help you with that. This is, I in, in my culinary travels, I've come across many dubious plants and although they may be very tempting they can be very dangerous i would beg that you you seek help Clem, and do not eat any more of this fruit don't eat it I, well if you don't want this fruit then i'm i'm gonna you just don't understand all right i gotta go i gotta go okay well thank you for coming by um i hope you find help from someone that's that's a, a difficult case. Oh, yeah. I hope she does get help. Cross your fingers. Well, whatever. That was messed up. Let's see. Am I wait. Get out of my way. Perfect. Stop sitting that in Pam? the aisle. Nobody needs you to put all your legs through the aisle. I get it. Very much foot space, but you can't trip people down here. Yeah, hey, that's... Pam. It's Pam. See her. What's up, Pam? How you been? I've been better. Oh, okay. What's up? Well, you know, ever since I started my school teaching animals how to, you know, read and spell and do business mm-hmm. and theater and such, I became vegetarian because I thought it'd be rude if I didn't otherwise. But every once in a while, those kids, they don't, they do dirty, nasty things. Uh, okay. And they oh gotta my. get punished for doing them dirty, nasty things. I'm concerned about uh, what this means. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're getting at. Well, I brought you a recipe here to show my children, my, my students... Teach him a little lesson. This is what I call meat casserole. Oh, oh no. no. See here, I'm going to take off the foil. See at that? It's all first ingredient, meat. Last ingredient, more meat. Just in a pan like that. This isn't made out of your students, is it? That would be... Oh, hell no. That's very... Dis- that would be disrespectful and hard to do. Sure. Now, this is just to teach him a lesson that if I give them a report card to have their parents sign, they got to take it home, have their parents sign it. I don't care how... Good or bad, the grades are. It's about integrity. No. Hmm. Don't forge your parents' signature. I don't care if your hooves are similar in size. No, I, I will say, I'm uncomfortable eating this dish. I, I do yeah. eat meat as well. But there's there seems to be questions about its origins. But it, does, it doesn't quite... It's normal meat from down the way. It doesn't quite look like the coloration, if you kind of look. It doesn't have the, yeah. the grain of meat. More yeah. like a like a, a soy-based substitute. Replica. Yeah, Pam, what can you tell us about the, the composition here? Can I take you aside for a second? Uh, yeah, sure. What are you trying to do here? What? I gotta tell them that it's meat, so it scares them into getting their report card signed. If you say that it ain't meat, because it's very clearly tofu that I have dyed brown, it defeats the whole purpose. Pam, I can't participate in this frankly unethical scare tactic that you're it trying to It ain't about ethics, show. it's about results. I mean, aren't you chastising them for, is it 
Are you more of like a legalist, or are you mad at them for the like ethical breach of not getting their report card signed? I don't know why you're trying to spin my head around inside of my skull using all these big fancy college words. I'm a simple woman who's just trying to make these animals learn how to talk and spell. I understand. Pam, I get why you want to do this, but we can't be complicit in in your actions here. Um, all right, I guess I'll just throw this delicious meal away. Hell, I don't know why I'd do anything nice. I mean, somebody could eat it. No, no, you said you didn't want it. I'm going to throw it right just, in the bin. Just where it apparently belongs, because nobody appreciates Pam's culinary delights. Okay, well, right, I won't Pam stop out. you, but... Okay, thank you, Pam. Um, out of my way. I told you on my way in. Put them back. Put them behind the chair, not in the aisle. Honestly, people out there, you should really learn some etiquette as far as, like, crowds and densely seated areas. Well, okay. That was pretty weird, huh, Chef? Despite the fact that you stepped away, I did hear all of that. Uh, Pim is Yeah, I mean, we were pretty loud. loud. There's a microphones around. Yes. Uh, I mean... I enjoy tofu as well. I think I just am uncomfortable not knowing the origins of my food. Honesty is the best policy in my my mind. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just uncomfortable using food as a sort of weapon. That does seem like the more problematic part of that story, to be yeah. fair. At least no animals were harmed, though. Truly. Yeah, well, let's get someone um, with, I hope, a truthful and real type of recipe that we can serve up to our friends. Someone else. Uh, you there. Come on up. Hi, uh, my name is Opal. My pronouns are she, her. And I've got this great mushroom dish. And I brought with me a basket of the mushrooms that are my secret huh. ingredient. And so here's my basket, kind of full of all those mushrooms that I found in the forest. Okay. I don't usually eat mushrooms, so, like, I'm kind of out of the loop on this, but do they usually, like, move around and speak with, like, a little German accent? Well, these these are uh, especially delicious. Uh, so as much as I find it sometimes a little annoying that the mushrooms are talking... I am not going to question Opal, I think they're flavor. begging for their life. But they're so they're delicious. They're eating these little guys? They're very tasty. They're very delicious to eat. Give me that. Come over here, little guys. I'm not going to uh, eat you. I'm. Those are my property. Who the clock do you think you are? How dare you? Whoa. What? Who are you? Jeez, cool it with the Stop violence. Stop eating my children. They are protected by me and the spirits of the forest. Do not eat them. I know they are delicious. I know it is hard, but we must make choices in this life. And the biggest one you can ever make is to not eat my children. I mean, that's a good choice to make, yeah. I'm just... I am aghast that you would knock me over like that. But you do seem very powerful, and I'm scared of you. Yes, I am taller than ever, and I will give you another knuckle sandwich if you don't hand them over to me now. All right, I because I'm intimidated of your size and the previous hit, I know that I just cannot take that kind of damage. So here is the basket of your delicious children. I'm a little thank you. I'm a little embarrassed. I'm gonna get out of here. But also, I would not eat them because they are 
very powerful magical detritivores and there is a very strong possibility that you will be consumed from within by them. Excuse me? So don't what? eat them. What if You've been eating them though. I have been eating them. What are you what are you saying? They may use you as fuel to become much bigger. Are you saying that the mushrooms are still alive inside me? There is no science at work here. This is just my intuition. What? Are you Nothing have to, to worry about. Are you going to help me get these mushrooms out? Of, what? What are you? What are you saying? I think you already committed the crime. So now I think you should do the time. All right. If you're not going to help uh... me, I have to. I have to. I have to. I have to find. Some, okay. I'm out of here. I, get out, everyone. Get out of my way. I have. Sorry. You should induce vomiting or something. Or you can let the will of the forest take hold. It's no matter to Heimlich. I am going back to the forest where I belong, with my beautiful children. Okay, well, good to see you. That was very upsetting. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay firm in my commitment to not eat mushrooms anymore. They are delicious, oh. but if they're... Oh, I think a good rule of if it's talking to you right then, you shouldn't eat it. That's a great rule. If it's begging for your life, it's not good to eat. I wish that rhymed, yeah. but... You know. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, God, this is kind of starting to seem fucked up. Um, all of, pretty much all of our recipes so far. But I think Dio's probably, whatever whatever he's got cooking back there should be good. So I am very that'll curious. That'll save the day. Very curious about that recipe. Oh, hi. Do not mind me, the human chef. Back here doing the good work. I hope you are hungry because I got the big pot pie coming on my way, your way. Is it my way or your way, Dio? It is a both. Oh. Oh, everybody is bursting with the hungers because I am going to give you a bigger meal. Don't look over here. Secrets happening behind the curtain. I do, okay. I, I do love a surprise. I love a surprise. Yes. I mean, part of this is to share the recipes so that others can cook them later. I mean, whatever, you know? You True. gotta keep your secrets, I mean, it's cool. The smell is, I would say, not great to start with, which is odd, but, you I know, agree. sometimes that's how it goes. It's like flour doesn't taste good, but, you know, you put that into a cake and that's delicious. Exactly. Fermentation doesn't smell very good, but I do love some pickles. Mm, I don't. Anyways, um, let's get someone else here. Uh, somebody... Who's that? You got a recipe? Hello! It's me, Grandpa Pie. <laughs> he, him. You can also call me Grandpa. Get it? Grandpa Pie? Grandpa? Oh, I made it okay. shorter. <laughs> well, <laughs> enough of that funny business. I have a mincemeat pie recipe I want to share with you. Here's an example of it. I got a pie right here. Look at it. It's minced meat in there. Gross. I hate that. Um, it smells so much. Well, tell us about it. Well, it's got minced meat in it, and then there's a pie crust, and then I poke little holes in it in the top because there's pie. Jumping Geosafat, what are you doing? I have a pie. A minced meat pie. You, let Who's me that? throw. This is Pie Tech Captain Karen Armstrong. They, them. And I need you to stop doing what you're doing right now. 
You just slapped that pie Whoa. on my hand. That's because you What's... darn well know that we have too many pies over here. We got two old folding tables full of steaming hot pies. Did you not see the big sign over the entrance that says no more pies? <laughs> Why does this happen every year? I mean, grandpas just love to make pies. Also, I, you slapped that one out of my hand, but you know what? I'm so glad there's an, another one just right behind me. Look, I got another pie. What is wrong with you, sir? I'm going to need to escort you to the the punishment tent. What's that? What? Is there pie there? It's a place we take people who break pie law. It's a but, lot like bylaws. But I wanted huh. to just share my delicious mincemeat pie. We're going to have to, with two pie officers, escort this pie off the premises. Wait, I just have that one. Seems a little bit excessive. I have one last thing that I, I want to okay. ask you. Tent Captain Karen Armstrong, can you get just a little bit closer to me? What is it? A little bit. I just think there's something behind what your What is ear. it? I'm leaning a little closer oh, now. It's a little pie. It's oh, a little damn pie. It. It's a little pie that's behind your ear this whole time. That's great stuff. See what I did there? It's a tiny pie. Despite your hilarity, I'm going to have to take this pie and put it in for question. You mean eat it because it's a delicious mincemeat no, pie? No, no one likes mincemeat pies. We got seven already. All I right. don't know what is yeah. up with these There's grandpas. I mean, here. I'm not here to say things bad about groups of people, but grandpas in particular need to stop making pies and bringing them to this festival. We're yes. tired of it. I'll, I'll probably never stop. They always go uneaten, and then you got people throwing them at one another. Especially once the car's full of people, the people in the makeups and the fake noses and the weird hairs show up. Well, I mean, then it's good to have the extras on hand for that, because that's just fun for the whole family. It ain't fun to clean up. I'll tell you that right now. Birds will eat it. Just let bird eat it. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your radio job. So I don't know why you're trying to tell me how to be the pie captain. Yeah, well, fair enough. I'll accept my punishment to pie jail. You now have to eat seven pies. I'm ready to take on that burden. All at once, no stopping, no breathing. I've been training for this my whole damn life. All right, let's go, Grandpa. All right. I don't know, have fun. <sighs> okay, well, um, better not be about pies, but if someone else has something to talk about with regards to recipes, we would love to hear it. You there. Hey, I'm Joel Grandpa Gunther. He, him, are my pronouns. I just came here to tell you guys that I've been working on my vape rig and I've been working on these juice recipes. And oh my God, I have cracked the case. Okay. Are, are you guys prepared? Uh, this is a vape juice recipe? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> See what I did there? Does it have fruit in it? Absolutely. So here's what you do. You get your lavender vape juice. You get your blueberry uh -huh. vape juice. You get your red okay. cola, specialty brand, extra strength, hydra strength, red cola juice. And you put those all three together. You squish them up. You make them juicier, juiciest, and it tastes exactly uh -huh. like turkey. Huh. Now, do you find that that's an enjoyable vaping experience? It's very hard on the lungs, and like, but it tastes so savory. And when I'm busting Gross. that fat cotton, when I'm cranking that cotton gin, 
and making that big cloud a good, good vape. I like Mm -hmm. to think I'm in that Macy's Day Parade. I am Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. So what I'm saying is you got to, you got to be willing to explore the opportunity for that turkey cloud to be all up in your lungs. Lavender, blueberry, red cola. I got a jet. I got to get on my, my razor scooter and get out of here. Okay. Real quick, Gunther. Um, Equal parts or? Equal parts. One, two, three. I'm not going to do it. And no one out there should do it. But just so you know. The more you know. I'm out of here. All right. Thank you for stopping by. Highly recommend not doing that, everybody. Vaping, you know what? The science is still out. Maybe it's fine. Maybe not. But vaping turkey flavor, no good. No. I have to second that. No, thank you. No for me. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Vaping is just not for me. Whatever. You know, to each their own. These double grandpas, they just love to vape. They love to ride razor scooters around. Their pants are so big. I do, I do like how big their pants are. Just imagine what you could fit in those pockets. I mean, that's true. I thought I had it figured out, you know, like skinny jeans. I feel like it's a good look for me. But now, when the roving gangs of double grandpas come around, they laugh at me. They say, look at how tight their jeans are. They can be very mean. Yeah. And I don't like that about them. Seems antithetical to their whole thing, but it's like, whatever. Anyways, can't dwell on that. Let's move on. Um, I think we got time for one more hot recipe before... Uh, Dio, are you almost done back there? It is me, Dio de... Human chef, and uh, oh, it's a it's a cooking up good. No help. I don't need anybody's help. Stop coming behind the curtain. It's so close to being done. So close. How about this? You stop asking me when it's done, and I tell you when it's done. Okay? Okay, that's fine. Just like a Nona Sylvia said, get out of my kitchen. It's our kitchen, really, but. Thank you for your help and your work today. Beacon here on the down low. Is everything going okay back there? It's kind of hard to tell what's going on. It's just the boxes with holes in them are, they're like in a bag now. So I, I, I can't really tell what's going on in the bag with the box. Okay. So I don't know. Interesting. It's just like a really big bag. Gotcha. But. Sounds probably delicious. Can't y- wait. Yeah. I, so I haven't sliced anything for that one. Cool. Thanks. Uh, I'll let you get back to it. Okay. Let's get someone else, though. Uh, one last person, I think, before we get to eating. You there, the most immaculately dressed person here. You're looking great. What's going on? Oh, uh, thank you. It is I, Donald. He, him, apparently immaculately oh, dressed. That is, it, I'm, I'm delighted by your enthusiasm. Well, I've got one recipe that I really do enjoy, and it requires one very large, enormous potato. And as you know, I had sort of a run-in with quite a significant hole on my property. Yeah. Uh, And a large potato was a lovely, you know, product of that whole run-in. Cool. So I've been eating a lot of potato, like mashed potato. Mashed potatoes. French fries. Potato soup. I like to do this thing where I uh, drill a little hole in the potato. Usually I'll cut a a potato-sized piece for my enormous potato, and then I'll drill little holes in the potato 
and then shove hot dogs or frankfurters. Donald, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't want to hear it. Chef Cougar, is that... You don't do that, do you? I don't like how soft that sounds. Uh, I mm. am more into a crisp, chunky dog for me at at my establishment. Uh, that's Sure. It's like once for me, and the one in that case is a dog. Exactly. And and it's it's never been truer when it comes to shoving a hot dog into a a potato. Or a chunk of potato in this instance. Yeah. Not not for me. Yeah. Donald, that's not your recipe, is it? Did you have something better to tell us about? Well, that is why I came up to the to the little tent here. But I could give you a little update on what's going on on my property. Yeah, that would be better, because no one's going to eat that potato shirt. But what's been... There's, like, I remember a lot of disturbing stuff. What's happening? Well, as you remember, a bunch of demons, uh, a little boy, a golden man, you know, a whole assortment of strange little creatures came into my home, uh-huh. knocked my chairs over, and then they left to uh, kind of take their proper place in the abyssal plane somehow. Like, yeah. starting a war. Yeah. In hell. Something like that. But they've decided to start building barracks and fortifications around my farm as a sort of above-ground fortification for their their abyssal army that Jimmy is forming. And, uh, well, as much as you you aren't a fan of my potato hot dog recipe, the abyssal army are quite fond of it. And I have been paid handsomely for the food that I am preparing Oh, so they're giving you the fat stacks for this. That's how you're like doing so well now. I am quite, quite enjoying my new duds, my new haircut, my new little vest I've got on here. So uh, as much as they're a little problematic, I am incredibly pragmatic uh, when it comes to the coins and the dollars and the cents. So... I'll keep shoving those hot dogs into potatoes all day long. Do you have any sort of, like, ethical issues with, like, kind of literally making a deal with the devil? Well, not so far. You know, I don't agree, but sometimes uh, you gotta overlook some of the worst uh, atrocities imaginable for a little bit of money. Or at least that's where I am right now. What? Well, you know. Donald, if you need some money, I can lend you some money, man. Don't You don't have to do this. Have you ever sat on a throne made out of fat stacks? No, not even close. Then, I have a chair. Then you wouldn't understand. And I do love a good chair. So I think I'm going to keep on sitting on my throne of fat stacks. Okay, well... Well, I'll be going. I have a lot of hot dogs to shove into potatoes. Abyssal army cafeteria men's work is never over. So, toodaloo. Okay. See you later. Um, Say hi to Jimmy. I don't know where Donald's farm is, because, like, I feel like I would have seen the Abyssal army, like, you know, starting to form up. I agree. I haven't seen any of that either. Interesting. Must be in a, a lovely little nook somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get out much. Well... That's it for uh, submissions, except for Dio. What's it What's it looking like? You done yet? Okay, it is time to take the curtain off. 
Oh, wonderful. All right, wonderful. everybody, drum roll, please. All and... right, look at this. It is a bigger oh, my God. And it's, uh... oh, my God. Dio, I, Jesus. What is... I was thinking, I... what is the perfect harvest food to eat? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. the answer is the turducken. That sure. is not a turducken. No, not at but all. this is the next turducken, and that I have taken my three possibly best, the most delicious meats that you could make: the bison, okay. a bat, and the snake, to give you Got the it. best of the lean and the bigger meats, of the, the bigger animals and the smaller ones. So I put okay. all three in a big old body sock, the biggest I could find. And this is okay. what happened. Um, so this is monstrous, Dio. Um, How would you describe what that? everyone says when revolutionary thoughts come to light. Sure. Is this? Have you done this before and this is what it looks like? Uh, no, this is my first time. Oh, my God. Okay. So let's just walk through your thinking here. Because what I'm seeing, first of all, is, is a uh, mostly a buffalo. That is what it is called. A bat snake? Yes, bat Is there an apostrophe in there? No, it's a three oh. words said very quickly together. So, uh, Interesting. A, a bat okay, snake. and for starters, that would account for the bat wings that are on this yes, monstrosity, right? Yes, it is one right? third the bat. Because yeah. their meat is very good. And I've, I've always wanted that. to make real buffalo wings. Yeah, that brings me to the second point. It seems mostly to be um, a buffalo. Yes. Or, a or bison, bison, as it were. I tried to put uh, just the one of those in the big old bag, and then a mm-hmm. bunch of the other ones, which would account for the many snakes I'm seeing here. It's arms. Yeah. Yeah, it's arms are snakes? How did that even happen? I don't know, but I'm not here to complain, because not only are the arms are nice and snakey-like, you can use the snake mouth like a hand. I mean, yeah, I guess it's good to give this creature a degree of, like, autonomy and ability. Well, to I mostly want things. to butcher and eat it. So okay, that is a bonus right. at best. The snake faces are quite alert and huge. Those are the largest snakes I've ever seen. Yeah. I... It's mesmerizing. It's, I it's... know. My son is a beautiful... Dio, I don't think this is going to be good. You should get this out of here. Please. Well, we got to kill it so we can cook it next. So who is ready to... Oh, wait. Oh, it's it's awake. Oh, yes. It's, it was sleeping before, but now I can it's hear angry. from the rattling oh, no. of the rattlesnake. Everybody rattles. stay oh, back. Guys. It's angry. Oh, okay. No. Just watch oh, no, out. Don't oh. pick him up, sonny boy. Chef, no. Well... It just unhinged its jaw and ate him whole. It unhinged its jaw, its big bison jaw, like a snake, which is very nice. But what was not very nice was it ate that chef all at once. Oh my, oh my god. Yeah, we gotta get him out of there, Beaconeer. I, I... Cut him open. I just can't... I'm not comfortable using my sword to kill. I just can't... Beaconeer, give me the sword. Okay, here you go. Here, here... Oh no, don't kill him, my boy! Too late. Chef, are you okay? 
you're all wet now and yucky. I, it's, that was very terrifying, but thank you so much for saving me from the inside of that beast. Oh, so you killed my boy. That is so sad. I agree. I didn't But it was my plan all along. What? I have fooled you all. I wasn't even Italian. Dio, you've been lying to me this whole time? This whole time. I am actually, in fact, the godworm inhabiting this Italian chef's corpse after he slipped and fell on some grease three weeks ago. I thought you were in the body of a child. I was, but then I moved when I saw a better host. Yeah, I assume that body had rotted away quite a bit. Oh, yeah, a lot. You're kind of getting a little ripe right now, honestly, there. Well, that's why I needed this creature, this all-powerful hybrid creature, so that I may inhabit its corpse next and use it to take over even bigger, better hosts. What? Why? What do you mean, why? I don't like this at all. Evil, pure I'm evil. I'm a motherfucking godworm. Oh no. This, I don't care for this at all. I feel uncomfortable killing you, even though this sword is so powerful. You would be very so. lucky to. Too bad I'm already moving towards my new supple body. Oh, this is this, yeah, this I'm not corn gonna... dog won't do. It's way too wide. Way too wide for Wait, my mouth. How am I supposed that? to bite into this? Hey, sir, you're kind of interrupt. We've got something going on here. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I needed to walk my, my panther here, and I bought a corn dog at the same time, but it's way too big. I thought when they said it was a double corn dog, there would be an extra long stick with two dogs on it, but it's two corn dog, two hot dogs next to one another on some sort of... Like a double stick? Like a double stick, but side to side. So how am I supposed to bite into yeah. this? Yeah, you can't even fit that in your mouth. Um, well, you should get out of here because this is incredible. Oh my dangerous. god, is that a god? Is that the god worm? It is. I think it's the one and only one, wow. yeah. Sick'em, goblin, too. This is what you were born for. Oh, no, no! They're my only weakness! He turned back to Italian in death. Man, uh, sir, what's your name? I don't, I, you seem familiar, but we've never met. Oh, I'm Frank, but, uh, you know, all my friends call me Daddy Frank. Oh, yeah, and I don't want to call you that. Yeah. I remember now. It's what people call me. Yeah, my son tragically died. Yeah, he was killed by the worm. Yeah, and then the worm, well, uh, my, my panther, which, you know, was my wife's idea, got that. And now it's, uh, it's eating that god worm while it was... It was trying to go from one body to another. It's the only time you could do it. Sure, yeah. Gotta get them while they're weak. That makes sense. I'm so glad you showed up, honestly. Um, it was very fortuitous. Oh, yeah. That was heroic. I was just here for the corn dogs. Abso- would you... I could make you a, a more agreeable corn dog. I'm a, I'm a, a champion at, at dogs. Can you wash your hands oh, yeah. first and then the rest of your body? Because you're covered in oh, some sort of terrible right. slime. No, that's such a good yeah, point. Yeah, can we oh. get, Chef, do you want to get to the chemical shower or something? I do. I've got a hose. Well, that that kind of brings up the problem. What are we going to feed everyone? There's. Oh, yeah, we can't eat this thing. We can't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't want to eat it. It's, it's... Yeah. No. Damn it. No one should eat Our this. Our festival is ruined. It's a shame oh. that the whole festival was ruined by the fact that there's nothing to eat. Main Hey, everybody, is- it's House Wobble again of the Gobble Wobble. 
Don't worry, gang. I'm here to save the day. Hooray! Yeah. Are you gonna you're gonna make us a feast, Bubble Wobble? I'm gonna make you an all-you-can-eat feast here on my only day off. But I only ask you for one thing in return. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. What's the only thing better than a three-day weekend? A billion dollars. Is it a, a billion. billion dollars? No, it's a four-day weekend. Okay. I want the day after Labor Day to also be a day off every year, henceforth. Yeah, sure, man. I, love so I want it to be called Labor Days or Labor's Day. I don't care. That sounds wonderful. Hooray! Yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah, four-day weekend for... for everybody. Yay! Yay! All right. Come on, employees, get all them deep fryers in here. We gotta fry up some turkeys. That's amazing. Well, I'm gonna go to the chemical showers. <laughs> yeah, get cleaned up. I'm sorry about that you got eight. Yeah, today. thank you for well, your service. Thank you so much for for thank you for your service for cutting me out of that worm or the snake. Yeah, no problem. Oh, there's a lot going on. Thank you so much. No problem. I'm pretty traumatized from it too. It was really gross. You can have your sword back, Beaconier. Oh, thank you. And thank you for doing the the thing that I couldn't. I had no problem. You know, I appreciate your commitment to um, not killing. That's I respect that. Thank you. Anyways, a really great, great show today, huh? Great festival. We're all going to have some turkey, which I know some people don't like, but get over it. We're going to eat, um, I think, none of the things that other people suggested. So that's fun. But somebody made stuffing. Well, the godworm, um, who was, who was that? Henry? And then inhabited the body of a chef. Um, it's dead now, so nothing to worry about there. Uh, nobody's body is gonna get taken, at least not that particular way. I missed some stuff early on, I was kind of distracted, like, getting myself together for the show, but, um, I didn't know that Shakespeare loved chili dogs. Almost as much as John Mellencamp. I wish those two could have lived in the same era, they could have really connected. If you see Clem, do not eat her weird meat fruit that's bad and evil. If you know where Donal's farm is, I would say don't go there. And if you don't know where it is, but you end up there, leave. You'll know that you're there because of the many, many demons camped out there. So watch out for that. Just adding to the list of things to not do or eat in the woods if you see a talking mushroom. And this should really go without saying, but I guess I just have to tell you all stuff like this. Don't eat it. Don't take them with you. It's This is kind of elementary school stuff, but that's a bad idea. And you'll get, you'll get laid on your ass, and frankly, you'll have it coming. So there's that. And I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, any minute now, we're going to have some turkey served and that's about all you're gonna get but just you know it's it's a great day to be alive thanks everybody i'll talk to you next week